Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy, here with my first cup of coffee. My monster cup of coffee. Oh, tastes good. <laughs> oh, so I'm better today. I'm much better. Uh, thank you, those of you who commented that um, yesterday's video was fine, uh, or podcast. I I wondered if I sounded like a zombie. <laughs> Felt like a zombie. Um, yeah, that second shot, quite the hit. Before I get to all of that, because I do I do have things to say. Maybe we'll see if I remember them all. Uh, today is Wednesday, March tenth. Um, I have nothing more to say about that. It's the day after my mom's birthday. She had fun yesterday. That's good. I got nothing done yesterday. I got this podcast done. That was it. It. Um, <laughs> so we did have, I guess I, we got two things done yesterday. I got this done. And then I, um, David had his regular appointment with his Parkinson's doctor, his movements disorder specialist, Zoom. And, uh, it just sort of worked out and we were both really not feeling it. We were feeling kind of cranky about it. We're like, Oh, this is not a good day for this. Um, and weirdly we had not had it on our calendar. They, after we got home from Amarillo Monday afternoon, he got a phone call confirming his appointment for the next morning. And we're like, um, what? <laughs> but he had questions and then it ended up being a really productive and useful appointment. So that was good. But she's down at UNM Hospital in Albuquerque. And of course, as a frontline healthcare worker, she has had her shot for a while. So it was just kind of interesting. We told her we'd just gotten our second shots and we were feeling a little rough and that I was rougher. Um, David was feeling it, but nothing like I was. Um, and she said, oh, well, you know, that just means that you have a a robust immune system. That's, it's good that you know, you know you have a robust immune system. And I said, is that what it is? And she said, oh yeah. And she said that her patients who are 90 years old, they get the vaccine and they feel nothing. So I was kind of reflecting on that because, you know, most of the people who've had the shot so far who didn't jump the line uh, are people who are, I mean, there's the medical people who are stoic anyway and they're not going to complain about anything because they got to be first and then there's older people or people who have severe health problems and so i think we're just now going to be hitting people getting the second shot who have robust immune <laughs> systems and let me tell you folks that's a it was a hammer it was a big hammer um it did feel like getting the flu only i didn't without any of the feeling sick. I mean, it was weird. Uh, and it was weird to figure out how to deal with it, knowing that I wasn't actually sick. But I talked with Dorinda at nine, we got on as usual, and she was very sweet. She was like, just go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need you today. Well, and she's getting her second shot today. So she had some page proofs to finish. She just had like 60 pages to finish. So she's like, well, this gives me incentive because I, I better finish this today if this is going to hit me like this. 
so then I, um, David's appointment was at 1015. So I went and sat in my chair. I made a second cup of, made a second latte, which I actually didn't drink much of because I fell asleep in my chair for about an hour. And David came and said, well, I can do the appointment without you. Just, just sleep. I, I think I looked pitiful because <laughs> even, you know, like his doctor's appointment should not have been about me. And his doctor was like, you'll feel better tomorrow. Don't worry. I'm like, do I look this bad? Uh, but I said no, that I could, I could rally. Cause I've always gone to all of these appointments with him and it helps. I'm sure you guys know if you, um, have anyone in your life who has a, a chronic disease or, uh, similar, especially when it's something that also affects you mentally, it's really good to have another pair of ears there and another person to say, well, actually, sometimes you're like this. Um, and so I was glad I did because I found out I have a robust immune system. Because it really is all about me. Uh, so then after the appointment, I went and sat back in my armchair, fell asleep again for another hour. Oh, I had some toast. That was exciting. You guys like this blow by blow of my day, but I finally ate something and that helped. Um, and then after falling asleep in my chair again for another hour and my body hurt everywhere, I thought, well, this is silly. I'm just going to go unmake the bed and go back to bed. And so I, I did, I <laughs> went back to bed and I slept until about three o'clock. And then I got up and read for a while and watched some glee. And then uh, went to bed about 7.30 and slept until 5. So I do feel better today. That's always my thing when I don't feel good. If I feel like I'm catching something, I haven't done it for a long time. But if I can get a lot of sleep early on, then that's that's always the cure for me. So today I did not fully make the bed. I made it just enough to keep the cats from scoozing up the sheets. And... I may have a nap this afternoon. I'm still a little rough on the edges. I can feel that tiredness, a little bit of an edge of a headache. So I'm going to see if I can get some work done, see if I can write. Um, I feel bad that I have not um, touched in on the class that I've been teaching. I was going to check in yesterday and post a lesson. That did not happen. I never even looked at email yesterday. So I have to send a an apology to the people taking the class and get that caught up. Oh, and my back is definitely stiff. I did run this morning, which I think helped. It was not a, a great run, but it definitely helped, you know, running so good for bouncing up the, the lymph system. That's a technical term. Uh, you know, really getting those fluids moving again. So I think it did help. And yeah, so, so now we, we move on with our lives. Uh, the exciting thing is, uh, David's doctor said, um, we, we like her a lot. We've been going to her for, David's been going to her for, for years now. And she said, well, now that since you're both vaccinated, uh, the June appointment, we can do in person again. So that's a real milestone because that'll be, you know, a year that we did Zoom appointments with her. And, uh, and I said that this must have been really hard on you doing Zoom appointments with your patients all day, every day, because Zoom is so exhausting, right? And she, and she was just, she's, was just making this face and she said, I am just so done. So done. <laughs> um, you know, and she's movement disorders. So 
you know, there's only so much you can see on Zoom, too. And I know we keep saying this, but who would have guessed we'd have, that this would have been more than a year that we'd be doing this? Uh, but it feels good to be coming out of it. I know I talked about this yesterday, but I want to reiterate, if you have any option to go get the vaccine, just go get it. Um, does I, I saw, or David told me actually, uh, that Alaska has removed all tiering that if you want the vaccine, you can just go get it. I think everybody should start doing that. Um, because, you know, clearly the systematic thing isn't, I feel like we've gotten everybody with the systematic approach who, who we need to. You know, like if somebody desperately needs the vaccine to save their life, um, then they damn well should have got, excuse me, gotten it by now. Maybe that, that that's the universe stopping the words in my throat. Let's do earrings. So today's earrings are these cute little leopards. Leopards, jaguars. I think leopard is a jaguar. It's definitely got spots. It's just a real basic, simple metal cutout of a seated, uh, let's call a leopard. And it's cute. It's cute. And but I don't wear them very often. So this is kind of a funny, it's not a funny story, but here is the story, a story. Um, I got these from this little boutique in Laramie, Wyoming, where I used to live. And the shop was called Aphrodite's Emporium. And she did have lingerie and she had this massage oil that was like our favorite massage oil until she stopped carrying it. It was really wonderful. It's a rose scented massage oil. And but also great clothes and jewelry and stuff. And it used to be one of my go-to places for gifts. And sometimes I would go in there and browse. And one day I was in there buying something. I don't remember what. And she said, we're having a special. She said, you can have, pick out any pair of earrings from this cabinet for free with your purchase. And I was like, <laughs> Really? You know, and it was one of those things that was so unexpected. And I was in such a dither that I got to have any pair of earrings free that I ended up picking these, which I like fine. But I always had a, um, a tinge of, it's not buyer's remorse. It would be um, free gift regret or something like that, that I always felt like maybe there was another pair of earrings that I would have loved better. <laughs> Isn't that silly? So I always have those mixed feelings about these earrings. It's like, well, would I have liked another pair better? But I think, and, and it was just like all the ones on the top shelf of this cabinet. And it was you know, probably all of the, obviously the earrings that she hadn't been able to sell and wanted to get rid of. So probably none of them were wonderful, but that is the story behind this particular pair of earrings. And I've kept them all this time, even though I really never wear them because I always think, Hey, I got these earrings for free. <laughs> Why do we do the things we do? I don't know. I don't know. So, so now I'm feeling behind. I am bouncing through my spreadsheet. I looked at that a little bit before I got started while my uh, latte was spinning. And I've got 58,000 words on Sorceress Queen and the Pirate Rogue. 
about 30,000 to go. Uh, I can get it written in the next couple of weeks. Right now I'm looking at, I'm looking at my paper calendar. Uh, I can probably, I think I've got it figured so that I will finish on around the 23rd or 24th of March. But that does not give me a lot of time to revise. Actually, technically I have exactly enough time. I have exactly enough time to get it all done uh, in time for the pre-order date with zero wiggle room. And that makes me uncomfortable. See, Leslie, I know Leslie Penelope said she hasn't been listening to my podcast lately, and which is funny because I haven't been listening to hers. I could talk about why. Um, it's not out of lack of love. Um, but I think it's funny we both fell off of listening to each other's at the same time. Uh, I think we just, Leslie and I have different thresholds for when we start to worry. And she will be gratified to learn that I do have a threshold where I start to worry and, and I'm, I'm hitting it now. Um, one of the things, and if any of you out there self publish, we could, we could talk, let's talk. Um, smash words wants that upload 10 days ahead, whereas everybody else is three days ahead. And I right now I'm feeling the pressure of that 10 days ahead. And so I'm considering pushing back the Smashwords deadline. It, it's really Smashwords itself and then distributing to like Apple and so forth. And I'm like, I don't want to do it because sometimes they give me nice little promos, but in the end, it's not monumental amounts of promo. Um, so I'm kind of waffling on this. I should ask in some of my author groups what people think, but almost everybody I know uses draft to digital um, for that distribution or they upload to Apple directly. Uh, I don't because I don't have a Mac. Otherwise I would. There's supposed to be a workaround and I have the link for the workaround and it was so cumbersome that I like, <laughs> I just gave up. I was like, do I really care? Now I'm wondering, do I really care? Maybe I care. So, so I'm just sort of waffling on that right now. Um, and in some ways I think there's no point in worrying about it until I finish this draft. Um, and so that's what I'm going to attempt to do. You guys can track me and see if I am still worrying about it. But if I do finish this by around the 23rd or 24th of March, then I will have a sense of, I don't know, like how much revision it needs. I also want to have people read it for me, which there's going to be zero time. Uh, so I might give them as it is so far. I do think it's fairly tight. I don't think it's going to need huge amounts of revision. Uh, being the second book in the series, it's pretty straightforward. But that is why I want some readers, because I want to know if there's anything that I am missing. So I may do something like see where I'm at by the end of next week and then um, I'm thinking, thinking and talking at the same time and frowning at my calendar as if my calendar will have information to offer me that you 
guys ever feel that way? You know, like it's the mirror, mirror on the wall, you know, and that's like, calendar, calendar, what should I do? <laughs> will, I, will I be able to make this deadline? Uh, if I could give it to people to read by like Friday the 20th and they could read it over the weekend, anyone who's willing, then I would have a couple of days to finish out the end and they could read that little bit and then I could revise. Um, I may end up doing something like that. Uh, I haven't heard from, from Raven. I need to touch base with her on getting the cover for that. And I know that she never forgets anything. She's amazing. So I, I know I haven't dropped off, but, um, you know, it's just funny to me with this, um, you know, right now I've got the release date set for April 19th, which is for those astute listeners among you will notice that this is more than a month away, a month and nine days away. And I might sneeze. <coughs> Thank you. Might be another. <coughs> I think it's just a two sneezer. There we go. Okay. So, um, I'm feeling a little cranky about that, that, and, and it's really just smash words. That's making this a deadline. I think I'm answering my own question, aren't I? I think I should just push back that smash words de deadline and tell them to fuck themselves <laughs> and, but nicer. I also need to start writing right familiar. Um, I've already been scolded for being on Facebook instead of writing the sequel to dark wizard. <laughs> Oh, now my nose is running. Sorry. Um, which makes me happy, actually. Uh, Dana Marton scolded me. I was like, not only am I on Facebook and not writing Bright Familiar, I'm writing another book entirely. <laughs> so I, I need to look at that schedule, too, and make sure I'm not compressing that. Anyway, uh, what else do I have to tell you guys? Not a whole lot. Um, I do know I have other things to tell you, but I'm going to save them, save them for tomorrow because they're more in-depth things I want to talk about. And I don't know, wish me luck today. Uh, hopefully I can be productive. I think it's funny that like so many people have complained about having their productivity impacted by the pandemic and I haven't so much just really by the vaccine. Uh, losing two days this week to getting the vaccine was um, not not high on my list of things I wanted to have happen. But very happy to have the vaccine. And very happy for all of you to get it too. So we can all um, get back to our lives, right? Maybe actually see each other again. Wouldn't that be fun? All right, I will remind you all that First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. You will find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.